Every week, the lights of Friday night football shine bright over West Texas. But for one football player, he can't see those lights. He can't see the crowd, the ball, or the grass. But what he can see is that he's helping others see and believe that nothing is impossible, not even playing football blind. The Greenwood Panthers preparing for a big game. In fact, it's the biggest. It's the championship. They've come this far because each player has a unique talent, a crafted skill, including number 57, Dylan Collier. We already know we're going to win. It's that kind of confidence that continues to amaze people who watch Dylan play because he's doing all of this blind. You know, I can't see, and a lot of people think that, I, that a blind person can't play football. But this courageous youngster has proven those people wrong. You can do anything, that, anything's possible. Game time nears. Dylan and his team are ready. Guys, this is it. Okay, you won't go to the Super Bowl. This is the time to do it. Sir! On the field, he runs, looking for a block. My job is to block for the quarterback. I have to make sure that they can't get to our quarterback, can't get the ball. Welcome, everybody, to the <laughs> Lockdown. This is Clint Russell. Oh, man. I know that's a really, heart, that's a really heartwarming uh, video, but <sighs> it's also just unbelievably funny. And I'm sorry that I find it this funny, but I do. And I can't help myself because it's just that funny. God. All right, look, that's <laughs> that's like our, that's our foreign policy. Just running blindly into the Middle East, seeing if we can get a block. Oh, shout out to Dylan. God bless you for doing whatever you can, man. Uh, it just, this is really... This is really where like kindness starts to run afoul of I don't know practicality, where you have like can D like you could do anything that you put your mind to. Do you like do you want Dylan to be in charge of air traffic control? Would that be an issue? How about a referee in the NBA? <laughs> it's so ridiculous! Oh my god! All right, let's get to the show. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go? So John Stewart is back. I, for one, was a relatively, I, I don't know if I'd say a big fan, but I was, uh, I watched The Daily Show back when John Stewart did it. I thought that he, he, he managed to find humorous ways of covering the news. I think that ultimately his legacy is one of, sneer and just not the not the kindest interpretation of opposition uh when it comes to the political world but i thought at least he did it in a way that was funny which all of his predecessors have failed to do but he's back let's see what he has to say and whether or not he has lost it or not where do i go to study the particulars of unquestioning propaganda i would need mentorship we're in Moscow tonight. We're here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. Saints be praised. <laughs> For Professor Tucker, Aloysius Mayflower, Kenny Bumped Port, Backgammon Carlson III. <laughs> has arrived. <laughs> Professor, 
me, what is step one in delivering world-class fealty to power? Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Lie about what your job is. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Lie about what your duty is. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. Oh, shit. <laughs> Kudos, sensei. That was deep. I have much to learn. Disguise your deception and capitulation to power as noble and moral. <laughs> and based in freedom yes master not a great start uh as you guys know my my take on tucker carlson going to russia and interviewing vladimir putin was a net positive for the american people those primarily those of which who have not heard from vladimir putin since this war began over two years ago i think that his interview was fair he challenged him to release uh, Gershkovitz, which was a American journalist that's being held captive in Russia. Russia alleges that he was a spy that was dealing with uh, secretive information or documents that he was handing over. Who knows if it's true? It's certainly a possibility that Russia is holding him because they just want to have a bargaining chip to try and get back some of their prisoners of war, which is essentially what all of this is. It's POWs. It's just not a declared war. So we don't call them that, but that's, that's in my opinion, that's exactly what we're witnessing. By the way, uh, my episode from two days ago about Hillary Clinton and her sending a message and showing all of the older footage, it was struck from YouTube. It was struck based off of misinformation because I attempted to portray something that had happened years past as happening in current times. I have no idea what they're talking about. The only footage that I showed that was old was that of uh, Navalny sitting down with that MI6 agent, and I said that it happened years ago. And I also talked about uh, an old ad campaign that he had done but I didn't even play it. And I said that that had happened years ago. I mean, obviously if I'm talking about Navalny who is deceased, the implication is that it's not from modern times. It's from years ago. So I don't know what the fuck I did, but if you guys would like to support my work, I would really appreciate it. Now is the time. Cause I'm not going to be able to put anything on YouTube. Every time I start to get traction and start to get thousands of viewers on YouTube for every single episode I put out, they strike me. And this time it is egregious. It's obviously not true. I did not mislead. I did not misinform. I was very clear that I was giving my assessment of what had transpired and that it was based off of a lot of current clips and a few old ones. And I, I clarified every time what time frame it was coming from, even upon, upon appeal, they they didn't, uh, they, within 10 minutes, they, they emailed me back saying we've confirmed after close review that you violated the misinformation policy. I did not, I did not, but this is why it's so important that you support independent creators. You could do so libertylockdown.locals.com or at Liberty Lockpot on X. If you subscribe, that's, those are the easiest ways to, to be able to support me. I'm also going to be dropping a link down below, which is to an Amazon wish list to try and get better content. If you guys are sick of my camera being 
subpar, my lighting being subpar, audio being subpar, production quality being subpar. This is this is how you can uh, help me in improving the show and improving your experience as a viewer. So check the description down below if you want to do that. Obviously, for the next month, I'll be putting everything out on X and Rumble and Locals and anywhere other than YouTube because I have no choice. It is what it is. Uh, but just to get back into the Tucker point, it's just disappointing, honestly. It's disappointing from Jon Stewart to to be, you know, you, you don't have to agree that that Tucker Carlson is some sort of, you know, journalist that has no opinions of his own. I've been very clear. He obviously does. I don't think that there's any American journalists that don't have fairly obvious opinions of their own. Tucker may make them more obvious than most, but uh, it's still a net benefit to the American people and, and honestly to the world to have journalists that are going over and interviewing uh, Vladimir Putin and trying to get him on the record as to what transpired, his perception of things, where things are headed. All of that is valuable. Do we want to be involved? Should we be funding this thing? This is an obvious proxy war. Hello. I think it's important that the American people hear the the counter thesis as to what's transpiring, regardless of whether or not everything he said is true. It's still a value. We have to be able to weigh these things against each other so that we can decide for ourselves. Unless, unless John Stewart is now to you know, fully in the deranged left camp where they believe that you can only hear one narrative. And if you go and you tell the truth on YouTube, you ought to be suspended or banned or struck as I was again. It's just what, how, how, how is this a, a positive for journalism, free speech, the American people, if we don't interview Vladimir Putin, if we don't hear what he has to say, because there's been essentially a media blackout for two years and this war has continued and hundreds of thousands of people have died. I think it's time we listen to all, all comers and we try and figure out what we want to be doing moving forward. A little bit more from Jon Stewart. Right. Because the difference between our urinal caked chaotic subways and your candelabra beautiful subways is the literal price of freedom. But the goal that Carlson and his ilk are pushing is that there's really no difference between our systems. In fact, theirs might be a little bit better. The question is, why? Why is Tucker doing this? Here's why. It's because the old civilizational battle was communism versus capitalism. That's what drove the world since World War II. Russia was the enemy then. But now they think the battle is woke versus unwoke. And in that fight, Putin is an ally to the right. He's their friend. Unfortunately, he is also a brutal and ruthless dictator. So now they have to make Americans a little more comfortable with that. I mean, liberty is nice, but have you seen Russia's shopping carts? <laughs> and Tucker would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling assassins. In a statement to the New York Times, Carlson said, quote, it is horrifying what happened to Navalny. The whole thing is barbaric and awful. No decent person would defend it. Correct. No decent person would. Oh, man. I don't even know where to begin with all the misinformation in that one. Uh, let's start with the difference between our subways being the literal price of freedom. In what world is that accurate? And for the record, I don't think that any fair observer would interpret Tucker Carlson's analysis or coverage of Russia in demonstrating that their subway systems are cleaner, there's less drug addiction, homelessness, things like that, that that is in fact him arguing that their system broadly is better. But rather, 
why? Why, if we are so superior civilizationally and governmentally, are we witnessing our society decay? I think that's the actual question that any reasonable person ought to be asking themselves. Why? Now, I have my own analysis as to why, and it's certainly not that we need to have a Vladimir Putin-styled leader or government model as those in Russia do, but rather we ought to be assessing why we're suffering anarcho-tyranny, why we have the largest government in human history, and yet our civilization is collapsing. The reality, in my opinion, is that George Soros, since I'm not on YouTube, I can just speak honestly, which is great. Uh, George Soros has funded DAs that don't enforce property rights and property crime all over the country, but particularly in Democrat-led cities, where they have essentially decriminalized really egregious criminal activity, and they're allowing for shoplifting and things of that nature. They're also allowing for drug addiction on the streets. As you guys know, I do support drug legalization, but I do not support people being allowed to do drugs on public property. I'm not going to go into the entire philosophical argument as to why public property is nonsense. It, I've done that plenty of times before, but the truth is, is obviously that we're not regulating our public property in a way that would be in alignment with what a private owner would do. And a private owner in a subway or a park or anything else, a roadway, would not allow for drug, drug addicts to be laying there incapacitated with needles hanging out of their arm while children have to walk to school. It's totally suicidal. And it ultimately is going to lead to the right demanding really, really harsh both immigration laws, but also uh, drug laws again and re-upping on the war on drugs, which has been an abject failure for my entire life. So this is why it's very important that libertarians get it right when it comes to how public property, I'll put it in air quotes, ought to be regulated. And the answer, in my opinion, is not to allow for drug addicts to lay all strewn across parks that children are trying to play at because this is, civilization is not going to recognize that this is the tragedy of the commons and that this is a, a byproduct of private property that ought to be privatized. They're not gonna they're not gonna do any of that analysis. They're just gonna say, get the cops out here and lock these people up. That's what their answer is gonna be. And I don't think that's what we want to see in the world, do we? I hope not. So that's what's coming. As long as we're not actually speaking to people's concerns, they will absolutely dismiss us and they will demand authoritarianism. It's coming. It is coming as sure as I can't tell the truth on YouTube. It is coming. Just to prove out my thesis further and to show that Jon Stewart is unfortunately carrying water for the regime, here's Nancy Pelosi yesterday on MSNBC. So then his pal in the United States... Donald Trump, and you wonder what does Putin have on Donald Trump that he always has to be beholden to him, his mm -hmm. buddy, his buddy in vileness. And it, it, I don't know if you're going to show 
the American people, the statement that he made, but it's beneath the dignity of a human being. It is so horrible. You think, no, somebody must have made this up. Not even Donald Trump could go this far. As I've said, he's in a limbo comp competition with himself. How far can he go? Well, now he's gone below sea level, below ground level. And this, this uh, statement should disqualify him from running for anything, much less president of the United States. Once again, she's referencing the statement that has been misattributed to Trump, where he's talking about forcing other nations that are in NATO to make sure that they pay their fair share to get the defense that the American empire promises. They are the fact that this panic has persisted for an entire week. The fact that I've spent two episodes showing you that this thesis is flawed to put it mildly and really intentionally misleading is, is ultimately what your conclusion ought to be. This you are being propagandized. It is quite clear, and I think that is specifically why YouTube struck that episode is because I proved it hard. Like, it, it is unavoidable that if you actually listen to Donald Trump's remarks about NATO and about defense and about funding and all that, and then you listen to theirs, you can't come away thinking that they're telling the truth. The only conclusion you can have is that there is a narrative being pushed, and it is not true. It is totally deceitful, and this is why... Nancy Pelosi and John Stewart and all these other people are demonizing Tucker Carlson for actually getting some some opinions from the other side of this divide and allowing for you to assess for yourself. That's not permissible to them, just as YouTube does not permit you to hear the other side when it comes to the ideological battle that we're in right now. It's the same thing here. They can they the only way they can maintain their stranglehold on power is to keep a monolithic narrative that is force fed to you. If you hear countervailing information, you will be able to decipher that you are being lied to and that undermines their entire power structure, which is why this has been so persistent, why the censorship has been so persistent, why the DHS, C CDC, FBI, CIA has had backdoors to big tech is because they cannot allow you to hear anything other than their narrative because if you hear literally anything else you're going to realize you're being lied to their entire the foundation of their belief system and and their propaganda is all built on sand they can't sustain it here's joe scarborough on morning joe talking about the spending bill for ukraine and and the signals that we send are are, are frightening at the beginning of our support for Ukraine, Mika, there were people on the far, far left that, that would mock and ridicule the argument that China was watching, mm -hmm. that if we didn't support Russia, uh, if, if we didn't push back on Russia, if we didn't support Ukraine, that not only would Putin get that message and keep going into Ukraine and going to the Balkan states, but she would get the message and he would go into Taiwan. He wants to go into Taiwan. And if America lost its will, to support people fighting for their own freedom. Yeah. This the, the message would be sent. The message that she is getting right now from Mike jo little Mike Johnson and Donald Trump it's just devastating. And the message is this. Republicans who for the past 50 years have been the main force to push back hard on communism They've, they've surrendered to the communists.
They've surrendered. Mike Johnson surrendered to the communists, to the ex-communists, to the wannabe communists. Mike Johnson surrendered. Donald Trump surrendered a long time ago to Vladimir Putin. Surrendered to Xi a long time ago. He has nothing but praise for Xi, for Kim Jong-un, these communist leaders, Mika. And that is a message that Xi is receiving loud and clear that it's not just Donald Trump now. It is the Republican Party wants the bulwark against communist aggression. It is the Republican Party, Ronald Reagan's old party, that is now collapsed. It's completely gone, and this is a terrifying inflection point. It is. And for anybody who doesn't take it seriously or think the election doesn't matter or says, oh, he's not serious, you're out of your mind at this point. No. You have to look at what's happening. You also, I mean... <laughs> If you read the uh, the judge's judgment in the civil fraud trial, it talks about Trump's behavior, not just being bad, not just being impossible to stop, being pathological. And so you have to ask the question, what is going on here? He's absolutely doing something for himself or for Putin. It is the opposite of patriotism and opposite of, of dedication to this country. Wow. That was a master class in America propaganda, a master class. And let's break it all down real, real fast. Domino theory. Domino theory was uh, a concept that was popularized during the Vietnam War, that if there was one communist, communist nation that, that stood, that neighboring nations would become communist and eventually communism would be at our, at our doorstep, starting from Vietnam all the way up to America. That was the thesis. Uh, yeah. I mean, if just on its face, if you if you believe in liberal, uh, you know, democracy, if you believe in free market capitalism, why would you possibly believe that a command economy, given that it is fatally flawed from its inception, would ultimately amount to a, a far reaching governmental policy that expands all over the globe unstoppably? I mean, the answer is obviously that no. You don't have to stop every communist nation everywhere, lest it become uh, some sort of, you know, metastasizing cancer. Because it does implode; it, it will implode upon itself, just as China and its command economy is built on a house of cards. It'll also implode upon itself. The real problem is that the American economy is now the same thing. It's also built on a house of cards, and it's going to implode too, just as the U.S. dollar will. But. Domino theory is nonsensical, and this entire argumentation that we, if we don't defend Ukraine against Russia, well then, Xi is watching and Xi is going to move on Taiwan. It's not reality. I mean, the reality is that they may, they may, but I don't think it's going to be decided. Like, we're still talking about nuclear powers, right? You still have nuclear armament. And I don't think that China wants to have a hot war with us. And more importantly, I don't think America wants to have a hot war with China. So if Xi and China is to move on Taiwan, I don't think we will come to head-to-head -to -head conflict just as we aren't coming to head-to-head -to -head conflict in Ukraine. I think that the American empire will realize that it's too dangerous to go to hot conflict head-to-head -head with China because that brings us to the precipice of nuclear war just as they are not putting boots on the ground in any significant fashion in Ukraine and just throwing money at it and allowing for hundreds of thousands of Ukrainians to die and Russians, uh, they're not going to do that. So whether or not 
I mean, maybe maybe had we had NATO and the American empire completely moved into Ukraine and gone to hot war with Russia, yeah, China might have said, okay, yeah, we're not going to move on Taiwan. We don't want to risk nuclear war. But it, they didn't do that. So I don't think that China is going to perceive that to be some sort of uh, dissuasion to, from doing whatever they want to with Taiwan. And honestly, if, if America was in a hot war with Russia... I think if China wanted to move on Taiwan, that would be the time to do it. That's, I mean, tactically, you you already have one front of a of a potential world war with a nuclear power. Do you think that they're going to want to open up a second one, or that they can actually win if they were to? So, there's a lot of tactical reasons that this is just a very dangerous mindset. Not to mention the fact that you know financially we can't afford it, nor nor do I think we could win any of these wars if we were to go to you know head to head hot conflict with these these countries. So on many, many levels, this is crazy. Um, but I think what's, what's even more galling about this is how Mika transitions into this civil judgment against Trump and how the, the judge who's an obvious piece of fucking shit says, Oh, Donald Trump's a pathological liar. And now they extrapolate from that a claim from a single judge who obviously is fucking terrible and say, this is evidence, now we have to extrapolate because this piece of shit judge said that Donald Trump's a pathological liar, which Trump might be, I don't fucking know, but that's not the point. He says that he's a pathological liar, so, you know, do you really want to risk him getting back into the White House? People that don't take this seriously. Ooh, so you better. And then they, then they, she calls you delusional. He calls you naive. I mean, you just have to realize this is what they're doing. This is a shame game. They can't allow for any sort of critical thought. It has to be good team versus bad team. Are you on the good team? The team that stands with democracy in Ukraine, this non-democratic country that just fucking killed an American journalist in Gonzalo Lira? Do, are you going to be a good person and stand with them? Or are you going to stand with Vladimir Putin, who also imprisoned uh, an American journalist not that long ago in Gershkovitz? The answer is obviously, you shouldn't stand with either. Don't stand with either fucking dictatorship. Fuck Ukraine and fuck Russia. This is America. Our national defense is not 6,000 miles away. Why do I have to explain this? Our national defense is our border. By the way, our border's wide the fuck open. Millions of people coming across every year, totally unvetted. We don't have a fucking clue what's happening. But they're going to talk about national defense. We have to spend $95 billion in multiple proxy wars. I haven't even brought up Israel and fucking Palestine. How many fronts to a world war are you willing to, to, to fund before there's any focus on our own borders? Our actual national defense. Even if you're a non-interventionist libertarian, you still have to recognize, in terms of priority, our own national defense, if you're going to fucking speak those, if you're going to utter that fucking phrase... You better be talking about our actual borders. Those are that is national defense. Wide the fuck open. Tens of thousands of Chinese came into California alone just in January. Just in January. 20,000. I'm not saying that they're all here to do anything bad. I'm not even saying that any of them are here to do anything bad. I don't fucking know. How could I fucking know? I don't. But the reality is if you're concerned about national security, that has to be your focus. Not fucking Ukraine and Russia, not China and Taiwan, not Israel and Palestine. What the fuck is this America First movement if you can't even deal with your own border? But then you have these scumbag leftists that pretend as if they're concerned with national security. No the fuck you're not. 
You wanted to have you wanted to have it capped at five thousand migrants per day before you would do anything. Five thousand migrants per day. That's sixty thousand a fucking month. That's a huge, huge influx of people. That's bigger than most towns. You're gonna have that every month for the foreseeable future before you do a fucking thing. They're not concerned with national security. Their policy is to keep the border open. Could it be more fucking clear? So you want to have multiple proxy wars with nuclear power simultaneously with an enormous welfare state, simultaneously with $34 trillion in debt. You want to have all of that simultaneously with an open border. Come the fuck on, man. How dangerous is this? This is national suicide they are attempting to have us be struck with a false flag or a legitimate terrorist attack so that they can strip the remainder of the bill of rights which is already on life support that's clearly what's happening i can't say it on youtube so i'm gonna say it fucking explicitly that's what they're attempting to do they want us to be struck domestically they want us what whether it happens organically or they have to fucking make it happen they're gonna make it happen they want to have a hot war to try and distract you from the fact that you fucking put poison in your body that they forced a toxic vaccine into almost everyone on earth 70 percent of the people on the fucking planet took this shit we have actual massive enormous studies to the tune of 100 million people that have been studied and it proves that myocarditis and strokes and clots and everything else has escalated from this shit it was absolutely toxic they mandated that you can't focus on that let's not talk about that let's talk about fucking vladimir putin some dude six thousand miles away that has no bearing on your life Oh, and might I add, let's also totally forget about the lockdowns. Let's totally forget about the psychological warfare that was perpetrated against you and your family and your loved ones and your children and your fucking grandmother who died while standing behind fucking saran wrap for the last couple years of her life for no fucking reason. These people are fucking evil, man. They're fucking evil, and I'm sick of having to beat around the fucking bush like I have to on YouTube. They're fucking evil scumbags. And they want the worst possible outcome for you and your loved ones. Every single one of them. They don't have any concern for you at all. They're willing to jeopardize the U.S. dollar's reserve currency status to try and stop Vladimir Putin from dealing with a border dispute with a nation 6,000 miles away that should have had nothing to do with us if it weren't for the fact that Victoria Newland and the State Department and the CIA instigated a coup. A regime change operation on Vladimir Putin's border, the largest nuclear power on the planet, and they just said, let's see what we can fuck up over here. Well, you fucked up a lot, dude. You did a great job. And now we have to fund the cleanup? I reject it. You go, Victoria. You go and fucking put your life on the line to defend democracy in Ukraine. You lying pieces of fucking shit. In terms of how widespread the adverse event reporting has been, uh, talk us through what the findings were. Yeah, so these findings are not really uh, at all surprising. We have known about these uh, side effects really since the vaccines began rolling out uh, at the end of um, 2020, early 2021. Um, we've seen um, this uh, 
uh, myocarditis, inflammation of the heart muscle, pericarditis, inflammation of the, the sac around the heart, um, as well as this um, unusual blood uh, clot that um, forms in the brain from um, the, the virus vector vaccine. So none of these findings are, are new, um, but they are actually fairly reassuring um, because they didn't find anything uh, else that um, was, uh, was at all alarming, Heidi. Today's episode of Liberty Lockdown is once again brought to you by Phoenix Ammunition. PhoenixAmmo.com is where you get the best American-made ammo in the game, made exclusively for the people that the Second Amendment was written for. Not for the cops, not for the SWAT team that's going to fucking raid your house and drop a flashbang in your baby's crib. No, not for them, actually. It's for you. So you can actually be a free human being. PhoenixAmmo.com. You don't need a promo code because they give you a discount when you buy in bulk anyways. This is a company built by savages, ran by savages to supply savages with the best ammo in the world. F-E-N-I-X-A-M-M-O.com. If you're running low, the only place to go is Phoenix Ammo. What the fuck is that, dude? They're going to now portray it as if these are all things that we knew. Yeah, I knew it. Because I was actually doing these fucking this research when anytime I would try and talk about it, I get banned from everywhere. But yeah, I knew about it. I knew about it years ago. But the fucking rest of the people that have been continuing to get booster shots continuously for no fucking reason, they certainly didn't know. But now it's just going to be a given. Yeah, now we have proof that this shit that we forced on you was toxic as all get out. But we've known, and in fact, it's actually reassuring. It's actually good news because we're not learning anything worse. Anything worse than the fact that you have tens of thousands, if not millions of people whose hearts are enlarged. No big deal. I mean, the re I've already said this before, but the reason I take this so personally, my own fucking stepdad, the man who raised me, had a heart attack, a near fatal heart attack, mere weeks after getting his second shot. It is very personal to me. Now, I can't prove causation, and I'm not going to attempt to, because I don't know. But it doesn't change the fact that even if his was natural, even though he was a very healthy guy and it probably wasn't, but even if it was, there are still tens of thousands of cases of young, healthy people whose lives have been ruined or ended because of a vaccine that was rolled out with all of the deception imaginable. Just totally, totally deceitful from beginning to finish. Might I add, based off of a bioweapon that I was robbed to fund. And there's no research into that. There's no concern. There's no, let's wait and see. There's no, let's have a fucking investigation. There's no reparations. There's no civil liability. There's no task force. There's no tribunals. There's no Nuremberg trials. There's no nothing. Just tens of thousands of people whose lives were ruined so that the technocratic totalitarian state could be rolled out with Green Pass and all this other fucking bullshit for the World Economic Forum so they could have 15-minute cities and they could just basically do a trial run to see what we would acquiesce to, and boy, did we fuck that up. 
and tell them, we'll acquiesce to everything. Just make us afraid of the fucking air and we can, you could literally fuck us in the ass. We don't care. We don't care about anything. So we fail on that regard. And then they roll out and mandate a toxic vaccine, a poisonous, ineffective piece of shit vaccine. And they force it into children. And everyone's just like, let's see if it's going to be Trump or it's going to be Biden in 2024. I don't really give a fuck, man. If I'm being totally honest, I want these people behind bars forever. Everyone responsible for propagandizing, intentionally propagandizing the, the American people to misleading them into putting poison in their body. And it's like, no one fucking cares. We're all moved on to the alien visitation nonsense. We're all moved on to Taiwan and China. We're all moved on to fucking Ukraine and Russia, Palestine, Israel, Iran. No reflection. No concern for the fucking crimes against humanity that were committed. Tens of millions have died from COVID, a bioweapon. Now, God knows how many millions have had either died or their lives ruined from the vaccine. And we just move on. We just move on. No justice. No review. No liability. I, I feel like people just simply aren't mad enough. And I don't know why. Just to conclude on the thesis that the media is trying to propagate upon you, here's CNN and Anderson Cooper. Not only is there no evidence of any wrongdoing by President Biden, but it now appears as if the House Republican majority is being used by Russia to interfere in the 2024 election on behalf of Donald Trump. If they continue with this investigation, they are simply doing the work of Vladimir Putin to help Donald Trump win an election in November. They're saying that if you continue to investigate the Biden family and their business dealing in Ukraine, you are doing the bidding of Vladimir Putin. This is the this is the framing that they're going with. And you would have to be motherfucking retarded beyond repair to buy into it. Can't make it more explicit than that. You'd have to be barely functioning 10 IQ. You have to remind yourself to breathe if you think that this makes any fucking sense at all. So yeah, Russia collusion. The Russian collusion hoax 2.0, it's alive and well. It couldn't be more obvious. They're trying to lie and obfuscate all of their fucking dirty dealing and all of their State Department operations that were ran in Ukraine, probably bioweapons facilities, and God knows what else in terms of you know, creating COVID, I, maybe that's where it fucking a bunch of it was, was accomplished. I don't know, but there's something absolutely existential to the ruling class when it comes to Ukraine. If that isn't obvious to you by now, I don't know what else you have to see. Now here's a clip from someone who is upset enough, or at least <laughs> does a good job of pretending that they are if they aren't. Patrick B David on the civil fraud case and judgment that came down against Trump. And I think that this lesson, this three option lesson applies to all of us, wherever we may live. You have three choices, business people in New York. You're either part of the flight community, okay? Which flight community is gonna go to a different place because if that place doesn't value you, come on down to Florida. Number two, you're part of the freeze community. You know what the freeze community is? The people that shut their mouth become little boys and don't say anything because God forbid 
they come after you and they find out what you did. And you know everybody has something in their closet. You, you know you got something in the closet. What's yours? Your closet may be, you know, a certain dealing that you did. Your closet may be a business deal you were part of. A girl, a something, a party, a cocaine, a past, a gambling habit. Everybody who has done business doesn't walk on water. There's something that you went through in the past when you were 18 years old, 22 years old, 17 years old. Heck, today, 12 years old. They will come back for you. They're going to find something, and they're going to come back for you. And last but not least, to the third community, if you're saying, Pat, I'm not leaving New York. You don't want to leave New York? I don't want to leave New York. No problem. Then fight. Get out there and say something like this. I cannot stand. Say it. Donald Trump, if you don't like Trump, but this is absolutely ridiculous, and I'm going to get behind this because this cannot happen. And talk to 50 other people, 100 other people, and say, we, if you love New York and you don't fight, you're okay with people leaving because they're going to leave. The policies in New York just officially told you they hate capitalists. They hate job creators. They hate people in real estate who politically are on the opposite side. That's what just happened to New York with these policies. So guess what? If you're part of the community that you can compromise your values and principles and just stay there because you just want to make money because money is your God, more power to you, brother. I'm not like that, and a lot of, not a lot of people are like that in New York either. The men I know in New York, the women I know in New York with a lot of pride, they're either going to fight and they're going to say this, I'm out of here. I'm going to go to a different state that's going to appreciate me creating business. This is one of the most ridiculous, pathetic things I've seen done in business, which sets a precedent. And if this stays, it's going to be applied in other places. FYI, this is not just going to be a New York thing. Watch this happen in California when somebody decides to go up against an opponent. This becomes a business model. If they win, it is a business model coming to every blue state near you. If you're in a blue state, this is officially a format they will use to destroy you. One, they're not going to realize long-term they're going to lose. They're not going to win long-term, just so everybody knows this. Policies like this long-term, you don't win. You win short-term, you don't win long-term. They're going to get their asses handed to them long-term. Why? Because there's a couple things that they fear, and that fear is always going to be men and women who believe in a higher power, God, men and women who have hope, and men and women who have faith, and men, men and women who have fight. Those people are not going away. You're just waking their asses up even more. Let's see. Let's see, PBD. I hope, man. I hope people are fucking waking up. I hope people understand that. Like, this is why I, I constantly put in this position of defending Trump against the injustice that he's suffering while explaining repeatedly, not a Trump supporter, but just understanding that precedent and case law all of this will be utilized against political dissidents of every variety. And political dissidents, as far as I'm concerned, is not a partisan distinction. It is the sane versus the insane. If you are sane, you're a political dissident in America. I hate to break it to you. That's the reality. If you are not crazy, you are now an enemy of the state. Think about how fucking crazy that paradigm is. But tell me I'm wrong. Tell me that's not exactly what we face. If you're not crazy, you're in danger. Just trying to make it as crystal clear as possible so even the dumbest motherfuckers can internalize it. If you are not crazy, you're in danger in America. The land of the fucking free. What the fuck happened? But that's what this is.
If you have managed to maintain your sanity after psychological operation, after psychological operation, after fucking war, if you're, if you lockdowns, social distancing, masking, forced vaccination, fucking all of it. And oh, might I add a diet? food fucking supply that's just filled with poison. If you survive through all of that and you maintained your sanity, they have a fucking prison cell waiting for you. If you speak out, if you have something honest to say, I guess I'm really pissed this morning because of what fucking YouTube did to me while I slept. Fucking hitting me with yet another strike. How many strikes have I received? Have I fucking misinformed you at all? Do you feel as if I've deceived you? That I've lied at all? Fucking assuming I got anything wrong in the past three years, which I'm sure I got some stuff wrong, but, but weigh that against what is put out on YouTube all day, every day. Or ABC, or NBC, or CNN, or MSNBC, or Fox News. Fucking put my record, put my goddamn track record up against any of these motherfuckers. You tell me who's told the truth and who's lied, who's misinformed. It ain't me. It ain't fucking me. But I can't have an audience. I can't have reach. No. God forbid. Someone who actually has a decent track record, they're the danger to the community on YouTube. I'm bitter. I'm better today. I'll feel better in a couple hours, but I'm fucking pissed right now, man. <laughs> These scumbags. Look, if you want to support my work, this is the fucking time to do it. If you want to support people who are actually trying to tell you the truth, you need to do it now. Liberty Lockpot on X, subscribe. LibertyLockdown.locals.com. Sign up. Become a supporting member. Go to the link down below. Fucking get some shit from the wish list so I can improve the production quality of this goddamn show. I shouldn't have to lay out all of my hard-earned capital to fucking improve everything around here. I'm dedicating my entire goddamn life to this. If you appreciate the work, it's an easy way to do it. All right, we'll, we'll share a couple more longevity, uh, not longevity, levity-inducing clips. Here's CNBC talking about Bitcoin. Today's episode of Liberty Lockdown is once again brought to you by NadeauShaveCo.com. That's N-A-D-E-A-U ShaveCo.com. This is no bullshit, the best single blade razor I have ever owned. It happens to be the only single blade razor I have ever owned, but it is a stainless steel masterpiece. It's absolutely beautiful. If you're watching, you can see it on your screen. It's super high quality, gives you a great shave. They also send you a shitload of razor refills so you don't have to get anything for well over a year in my experience it's an absolutely fantastic product enjoy your shave veteran owned family operated minimize ingrown hairs razor burn and irritation with their 100 recyclable plastic free razors that's nadoshaveco.com again n-a-d-e-a-u shaveco.com promo code lockdown will get yourself 15 percent off the best razor in the game get you one today uh, that's not true. I've, I, I don't appreciate it because I'm using it for ransomware. I appreciate it because no, it's a store value. I don't appreciate it. a store value or it's a, a store value, not that goes out. If it was no. a store value, it would stay one price. No, no. Like gold was $300 not too long ago. It's now $2,000. It doesn't stay at the same price. It goes up as you print more money. It's more of a speculative um, investment. No, I don't think that's... Uh, I don't think Jesus Christ. 
If it was a store of value, it'd stay the same price. Knowing condescending pause and stare, glare. What a fucking joke, dude. No, it doesn't stay the same price. Yeah, $1 stays $1. But does the $1 stay the same value in terms of purchasing power? No, it doesn't. So when Bitcoin goes up in price, does that does that indicate that it's not a store of value? Everything has to go up in price to maintain its purchasing power because you're rapidly diminishing the purchasing power of the dollar through the printing press and everything else. Could it be more obvious? These are the people, this is the financial fucking analysts on MSNBC misinforming you. Actual misinformation. These people are fucking idiots. They're paid seven-figure salaries to just lie to the American people. And no one bats an eye at it. Because the American people are so fucking stupid, they don't even know that they're being lied to. They watch that shit and they go, that dude, he knows what he's talking about. If Bitcoin was a was a store of value, then it would just stay the same price in dollar terms, in fiat fucking exchange terms. These absolute imbeciles. Oh, oh my God. All right. One final funny fucking clip. And this is so, so effing funny. You're going to shit your pants. I can't even believe it's real. This is the mayor of New York City, Eric Adams, with a PSA for his citizens. I'm New York State Senator Eric Adams, and for 22 years, I wore a bulletproof vest. Please come and join me inside my house. What I would like to show here is to empower parents on how to search a room inside their home. You write the Constitution. There are no First Amendment rights inside your household. So by periodically sending a message to your home that there are no rooms off limits, you don't believe in locked doors, your house is open to inspection, but you always have to inspect what you expect. You can look at it. <laughs> All right, let's, let's pause it briefly. You have to inspect what you expect. Like he's coming up with some catchy fucking phrase. Like if you see something, say something. But also he says there is no Bill of Rights. There is no First Amendment in your household as he does illegal search and seizure. I mean, it's legal because it's his household, which is the point he's making. But that's not the First Amendment. Eric, this guy was a fucking police chief. He was the cop in New York City. He doesn't even know the difference between the First and Fourth Amendment. Holy shit. Let's see what his kids have in their household. Jewelry box. A jewelry box of this nature. Maybe a simple jewelry box. But if you look through it closely, you don't know what your child may be hiding. For instance, a gun could be hidden. A small caliber weapon could be hidden inside a jewelry box. When your child brings in his popular knapsack with many different locations, look through it to see what exactly is your child carrying in addition to a book something simple as a crack pipe a used crack pipe could he have found it on the street that's quite possible but this is a a discussion piece where you should start speaking with him to find out what is he doing with it <laughs> did your son bring home a crack pipe and his popular knapsack it doesn't indicate that he's using crack cocaine, but rather it's a discussion piece. As all as all crack pipes are, mere discussion pieces. Oh, by the way, Letitia brought home or kept in a, her jewelry box a motherfucking nine. Why? <laughs> Actually, that's probably a twenty-two. But oh fuck, dude! <laughs> it gets so much better too. Behind a picture frame, you can find bullets. What does that mean to find bullets? Does it mean your child is, is carrying a gun? No. 
Where there's smoke, there's possible fire. Where there's a bullet, there's possibly a gun. The baby doll could be just a baby doll, but also it could be a place where you can secrete or hide drugs. Run your hands over. <laughs> it's a baby doll. Is it just a baby doll? Or is it a place where you can secrete? AKA, I think he just meant like a secret hiding place, but he says where you can secrete or hide drugs. <laughs> he just jam, jams a fucking a brick of pot in the, <laughs> in the diaper of the doll. This dude is unfucking believable, bro. Like, I can't even believe that like this isn't an SNL skit. This was this was an actual clip that he put out when he was like a state senator or whatever. And this is edited. This is edited and they're still put this out. How did you not watch this and go like, this is a disaster, man. We can't air this. Over the pillows. This one could be hidden inside a pillow, a gun. Just look and see what's inside your bookcases. Perfect place to hide uh, cocaine. There are no First Amendment rights in your home. You have a duty and obligation to protect the members of your household. Not once, but twice. He says, there are no First Amendment rights. That's free speech. The right to assemble. You're going to assemble in your own free religion, free press. What the fuck does that have to do with anything you're talking about? How did you go through the police academy, much less become the police chief, much less become a state senator, much less become a fucking mayor of the largest city in America? The largest city in America. And he doesn't know what the first versus the fourth amendment are. He does a PSA where he uses words he doesn't understand. His children, allegedly, have multiple firearms, enormous sums of marijuana, cocaine and a crack pipe strewn throughout their their bedroom I don't, I don't have words I'm speechless can you believe that's fucking real that's real that is not some AI creation that actually happened I just saw it last night and I fucking almost had an aneurysm I can't believe these are the people that rule over us. This is the same mayor that is currently giving out to the tune of $10,000 per illegal immigrant that enters New York City. Well, simultaneously, one of their most successful developers in Donald Trump is facing $350 million plus in fines for lying about his assets on a loan application for a loan that he performed on and there was no complaint filed from the lender. I'm telling you, when people like Mayor Adams climb the ladder of power and people who are real estate developers who perform on their loans, setting aside that it's Donald Trump, a real estate developer that performed on their loan is facing a half a billion dollars worth of fines and people fucking absolute imbeciles like Eric Adams, become the mayor of your city, you have to get the fuck out of there. I can't say it more clearly than that. If you're, if you're the type of person that looks at all this and you say, this is all good, this is what I want to see in my civilization, stay there and don't ever leave, please. But if you're one of the non-fucking crazy people that lives there, you have to leave. You have to leave immediately. It is going to absolutely decay and crumble beneath your feet. There will be no businessman in New York City that isn't in perfect lock lockstep 
with the progressive regime because you can't possibly survive there if you are. So I'm sure some of them will just lie and bite their tongue and pretend and go along to get along to try and profit off of this fucked up city. But the vast majority, I think it's going to create an absolute implosion in their real estate market, their business market, everything. Why the fuck would you continue to do business there? It is crazy. And why the fuck would you want to live there under a, a mayor who doesn't know what's in the Bill of Rights, thinks that it's a fair thing to give a PSA on how to search your fucking kid's room because they have multiple guns, crack cocaine, and fucking crack pipes and pot and everything else. You got to get out. You got to get out. <laughs> or don't. I don't even care. Do whatever you want. Fucking idiot if you stay, though. <laughs> Please share this episode. <laughs> or maybe don't. Whatever. Do whatever you want. At Liberty Lock, bot on X. If you want to support my work, subscribe there. LibertyLockdown.locals.com. Sign up to become a supporting member. Now more than ever. Really appreciate it. And as I said before, the Amazon wish list will be in the description below. Support our sponsors. Subscribe. Leave reviews. Clip it. Put it on TikTok. Fucking get your accounts nuked. Share it around until you get fired from your job. God bless America. We're out of here. Peace. Welcome to Liberty Lockdown. Please scan your barcode. Your liberty ain't gone, but yeah, it's on hold. Where did it come from and where did it go?